This is The Daily Undoing for February 12th, 2019. I'm David Cadet, and together with Mark Bovin, we're undoing the way marketing is done. In keeping up with our Learning Out of Class series, that's Luke for short, this is one of the ways we like to literally undo the way marketing is done. This week, we're introducing the concept of consumer behavior to first-year business students, and in particular, something called the purchase decision process. Now, we're fairly consistent in squeezing the gas out of many marketing topics made overly complicated by PhDs and academics trying to make marketing out to be a science. This one, however, cannot be treated lightly. Knowing consumer behavior, like so many other things in marketing, is a life skill. That is, while it's invaluable in selling products, it's also just that for everyday human activities, like convincing people to accept your ideas. Here's the good news. You know the consumer decision process already because you go through it multiple times every day. And to prove this, we're going to have you make a mental or physical journal of it as you contemplate making a purchase. Here's how it works. Step one of the purchase decision process is, ta-da, realizing you have a need. Like we've always said, marketing starts with human needs. Say your need is basic. You're feeling fatigued in the middle of a day and you need a boost. Step two is the search for solutions to that need. You think internally of your own experiences in solving this need, coffee, a brisk walk outside. You also recall someone you know swearing by five-hour energy drinks, and so you quickly look it up on your phone to see what it's all about. Step three is evaluating the options you formulated in your mind. Hmm, coffee, cheap, hot, but there's always a lineup. A walk outside seems like a nice idea, but it's minus 30 degrees. You need a boost of energy, not frostbite. Five-hour energy. Your quick research has landed you into a cornucopia of likes, warnings, and in the end, you're pretty sure it's not available at your nearby store. Step four is making the decision. Unfortunately, none of your options are great, but your eyes are getting heavy and your prof is droning on, practically forcing them shut. You decided the next opportunity to run over to the nearest coffee place with the shortest lineup and get the quick fix. Step five actually happens after the decision. It's the evaluation step of the purchase. It's the experience we feel, good or bad, about the purchase. If it's good, then we're satisfied. If not, we feel some degree of buyer's remorse. Knowing this is how people all behave when making any kind of decision, purchase or not, is empowering to you as a marketer or a productive member of society. You can read and respond to people's needs based upon the cues they give you. Are they in the early stages of a decision? Give them information. Are they weighing options? Give them reason to believe your product or idea is the right one. We've left out the myriad psychological inputs that influence decisions, which bear mentioning. That line between weighing alternatives and pulling the trigger on a purchase is fraught with brain activity, way too complex to get into here, other than to say, the bigger the purchase, the more hyperactive it becomes. For now, just try this. Next time you are aware of a need to be solved through a purchase, stop and consciously observe going through this process, recognizing need, listing possible solutions, evaluating solutions, choosing a solution, and evaluating the outcome. Pay attention also to how the potential solvers of your problem, i.e. retailers, clerks, customer service people, were or were not conscious of your progress through these steps and how you might have done things differently. Undoing the way purchases are made, from end to beginning. Come see us at undoing.ca for more. 
and listen here every weekday morning on The Daily Undoing.